Alan up to the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio live from Parkside Kia. It is time for the sit rep presented by SM Athletics. Up first, the Alabama coaching search continues on. Nobody knows what is happening right now down in Tuscaloosa. Nobody knows anything about what is happening. And we are still searching for that next Alabama head football coach who is going to continue on or who is going to cause the demise of Alabama football. We don't know. Up next, Tennessee heads down to Georgia in the Stegman Coliseum to take on the Georgia Bulldogs tomorrow at noon on ESPN2. Don't have a line out on that game yet. We'll get that to you as soon as we do via Twitter, most likely. Brett is going to have some bets for us for the NFL playoffs coming up in Brett's Best Bets. I'm sure Mark's going to have some hot takes for us. And the NFL Gerard Mayo has accepted position to become the next head coach for the New England Patriots. Are there going to be a lot of Patriots fans that come out of this? I don't know. Nobody knows. But all we can do is hope that Gerard Mayo has a good career there. Also, as we mentioned earlier, Florida State football has been penalized by the NCAA for NIL violations. And one of the things that we had mentioned was they'd offered a guy $15,000 a month to come and play at Florida State. $15,000 a month, that's a lot of money for the standard person. But at the same time, it's not a lot of money when it takes into account a lot of these guys and what they're getting paid just to play college football. Could you imagine, Brett, making $15,000 a month as a college student? Uh, no. I'd be life-changing almost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you really wouldn't have to work. I mean, call that like it is. You wouldn't have to do anything else. You wouldn't have to do anything else. But we do have a college student sitting here with us. New intern Jack, you're a college student. What would you do with $15,000 a month? Shoot, man, I would feel so good about my life. I would just I, – I, groceries would be perfectly paid for. You know, rent would be paid for. It would – I would be living it up for I mean, sure. Yeah, my dude wouldn't have to buy the terrible store brand pizza rolls. He'd just go buy the regular <laughs> pizza rolls at this point. Or he'd go buy you one of these Kia Telluride's that we have sitting out here. The Sorrento's are out there. Uh, Carnival, another nice vehicle they got. And they got a lot of electric vehicles. And I don't know exactly what the model is, but there is a – electric version of the Telluride in a sense and the Telluride is already high tech as it is but the electric vehicle version of that one is man it's pretty slick one of my guys here Andy actually showed it to me the other day that thing was slick absolutely slick a little bit of NBA talk here on the sit rep did you all see the final score of the Portland Trailblazers and Oklahoma City Thunder game last night i did yeah 139 to 77 the fifth largest route in nba history winning by 62 points that's wild. what's up that's wild that that is nuts and it, i was today years old when i found out that chauncey billups was the head coach for the portland trailblazers <laughs> i i you didn't know that? No, I did not know that. Okay. I don't I don't pay attention to bad basketball. I pay attention <laughs> to the Miami Heat. I pay attention to the Los Angeles Lakers, the Boston oh, Celtics. I figured when uh, Dame was going through all his stuff, you surely heard about the coach during all that. I didn't care about who the coach was. I just wanted Dame Lillard in Miami. That's all I wanted. Mm. That's all I cared about at that point. I wanted Dame in Miami, and I did not get that. But this is uh, this is just bad basketball. Or is it the good only basketball? bad basketball? It might be good basketball <laughs> by the Oklahoma Thunder, City Thunder. Thunder because, Thunder's good. Well, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they might actually make a run at the NBA Finals this year. They've got all the talent there to do it because one of the things that SGA needed, he just needed help out of Oklahoma City, yeah. and he would have made it happen. Now that he's got help, 
he may very well make that happen. You got a guy that's a very talented point guard that's got a good supporting cast around him, and they very well might make that run. Now, the only bad basketball, Brett, I will say that I watched was uh, the, the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, they're bad. And the historical run. It's not a legendary run, but it is a historical run they had of having the longest losing streak. That was just – that was terrible – terrible basketball and it was almost entertaining to watch because of how bad it actually was like it's so bad it was almost like a bad car accident like you can't take your eyes off of it you're watching everything happening but at the end you wish you wouldn't have seen it yeah i don't i don't <laughs> there's not words to do i don't even know or give them the time of day to be honest no that that was that was just bad they ought to just bring the g league team up and let them play oh my goodness charles barkley had a line about I'd say it would have probably been around 2016 or 2017. It was sometime during the Trump administration, but I think the Pistons had actually went to Mexico City to play a game. Mm-hmm. And they're having their segment on Inside the NBA. And Charles Barkley dropped a segment. He's like, man, I wish Donald Trump would get that wall built up. That way these Pistons fans don't have to watch this team anymore. <laughs> he's, he's something else, Barkley. But, I mean, you look at the Detroit Pistons, and everyone wants to say, well, you have to go back to the Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, you know, Rick Mahorn years before you can talk about when they won a championship. Everyone forgets about that championship they had in 04. The thing is, they were not a star-studded team. They just had a good group of guys that worked very team, well together. Well coached, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Larry, Larry Brown was the head coach. Yep. You had Tayshawn Prince on that team, Ben Wallace. Uh, Shanti Billups was on that team. Who else did they have? Rip, Rip yeah. Hamilton was yeah. another guy they had on the team. Just a good group of guys that played very well together and good enough to win. An NBA I mean, title. They beat Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> they beat Shaq and Kobe. That's that's pretty good. I mean that's uh I mean that's your standard for basketball in the two thousands was Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Everybody no, wanted yeah. to have a Kobe Bryant or Shaquille O'Neal jersey. I have both. <laughs> I have both. Good thing about Kobe, you only have to buy two separate jerseys. You buy the eight, you buy the twenty four. If you want a Shaq jersey, there's about fifty different combinations that you can buy. I, the biggest one I want from Shaq is I want his jersey that he wore in blue chips oh yeah yeah number 50 when he was neon bodo that's the <laughs> jersey it, that i want yeah that would be a good one to have marcus you still awake oh yeah just uh getting ready for my segment you know getting getting ready for uh, yeah. some interesting thoughts yeah you get ready for your segment because my phone is blowing up right now after phil just absolutely ripped you before he got off the I air. disagree. I don't think it was much of a ripping. If you have a player scoring four points, averaging four points a game, never scoring double digits, I don't think you can say that I was the one who lost that argument. Marcus, he literally hit you with, here's the deal, and you don't know basketball. See ya. Oh, next time I could just hang up on him. I was trying to give him airtime. Phil is one of these callers, Marcus. You do not hang up on Phil. We what? don't hang up on Phil. I never planned to, but I'm just saying, like, if we want to do the whole see ya, I can do a see ya too. No, no, not not to Phil. We don't do that to Philly, Marcus. You save that for people like Polish Joe when he's really getting on my nerves. Now, the thing is, when I'm out here, and Jack, you'll learn this as well as you stay with us for a few, probably a few minutes, actually. Like, when we're in the Parkside Palace, we have to conduct ourselves in a professional manner. Now... There is a video that's still out there of me when I yelled at Polish Joe and said something along the lines of get him off my damn airwaves. We did that. But that happens quite a bit in the studio. I cannot do that here. And Marcus knows that if he's getting too out of hand, he takes charge in this situation, and he handles that. 
which is what I did with Philly. That is what you do. Marcus, we have NFL playoffs yes, to we talk do. about. We got the wild card round this weekend. And what is going to be everyone's game to watch? We're going to go between the four of us. What is going to be the game to watch? And what is probably going to be the best bet to make this weekend? Brett, I know you got your segment coming up here at the end of the hour, but I want to know everyone's best game to watch and what's going to be the best bet of the weekend. Uh, well, most people are pointing to the Dolphins and Chiefs uh, as being the game to watch. Um, I don't know how good the game's actually going to be watched considering the weather forecasted for out there. That could be a 3 nothing game. Um, I'm kind of interested in the Lions-Rams personally. I think with Stafford coming back to that franchise and uh, um, that game, I mean, Rams are playing as well as anybody. Uh, Lions first time there in a long time. So I think I've got my eyes on uh, that one uh, if I had to pick one. Marcus, what say you? Uh, games to watch. I mean, yeah, the Lions and Rams is going to be a big game. Obviously, Stafford coming back to Detroit, uh, potentially trying to hurt their chances of having a dream run. It would be interesting to see how that goes down, especially after there was an announcement somewhere online. I don't think it was Detroit's actual Twitter account saying something along the lines of if like not to wear number nine jerseys in the stadium. Uh, the game that I would choose, though, uh, believe it or not, it would be the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I have part of my take next segment about that, but that's a good game. It's always a fun matchup in the playoffs. I'll throw another one at you. Uh, Joe Flacco, Cleveland Browns versus uh, C.J. Stroud, Houston Texans. I think that's going to be another game that's going to be interesting to watch. Can Joe Flacco continue his miracle run? Can that defense that Cleveland has, which is an astounding defense, be able to stop the potential rookie of the year in C.J. Stroud and what Houston's been doing. I think that's going to be a fun game to watch, too. Jack, what say you? Yeah, I think that uh, uh, Lions-Rams matchup is going to be so fun to watch. Obviously, the whole storyline of Stafford going back is going to be fun to watch, but I think just the two high-powered offenses going at each other all game will be super exciting to watch, and it might just go down to who gets the ball last for that game. It very well could. Now, there's two games on this list that I really am interested to watch, not because of what's going to happen with the offense, not what's going to happen with the defense as far as scheming goes, X's and O's, but the fact that it's going to get very, very, very cold during these two games. The Dolphins and the Chiefs, Kansas City, a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that one right now. The over-under set at 43-and-a-half. It is going to be bone-chilling cold in that game. Another one coming up on Sunday, Steelers. And the Bills, it is in Buffalo. I think the wind chill is probably going to be somewhere around the tune of negative 25 degrees. Could you imagine just stepping outside in that? I mean, we got a taste of it last Christmas. Probably going to get another taste of it next week here in Knoxville when it got down to one degree, two degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, Chiefs Dolphins right now says it's going to be negative two for the high. Mm. 22 in Buffalo, that's a heat wave. It is 22 in Buffalo. Something changed. <laughs> Something changed. But there is snow in it's the forecast. It's still cold. It's still cold. But there's also snow in the forecast as well. Luckily for the Cowboys, they play indoors. Luckily for the Lions, they also play indoors. Do you guys see an upset this weekend anywhere? Do like, I see an upset anywhere? The only upset that I could see happening is... Like, I would say the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers, the Steelers, Dolphins, and... Texans are underdogs going into the weekend. 
Hmm. I don't necessarily see an upset I on here. I think the Bucks could beat the Eagles at home. The only one that I could Eagles see happen. Eagles lost five and six. That's a good point. But, I mean, really the only one that I can see happening just because of the bad luck they have in the playoffs would be the Packers to upset the Cowboys. Dallas is a seven-point favorite in that game. I like the Cowboys. That's probably my pseudo-NFL team. But I don't necessarily know if they're going to finally get over that hump because that's one of the things that we know the Cowboys are going to do. Right. They're essentially the Tennessee football in the NFL. It's like you can have a good year, and then for some reason late in the season in a game that you should not lose, you just implode. And that's what they do. And I don't want to see it happen this year, but if it did, I would not be surprised. My best bet of the weekend, we're going to take a trip to the Dolphins and the Chiefs over under set at 43 and a half. We are going to take the under in that game. Brett, what's your best bet? Uh, best bet. Um, I would say just, man, I'm thinking the, I think the over in the Rams lines could be over 51. Um, both teams got pretty high powered offenses and, um, a lot of weapons on both sides. I could see that being a shootout. So I would take the over that, um, you know, and I think, Get Texas plus, Texans plus two at home as well uh, against the Browns. I think I like that. I, man, this Fluco magic—it's just crazy. Um, if he doesn't make any mistakes, then but I think he's still good for one or two mistakes in that game. So I think Stroud and company—I uh, like them plus two as well. Marcus, your best bet. Um, goodness, that's a tough one. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with. I, I kind of like the. The minus ten for the Buffalo Bills. I, I Pittsburgh got in the playoffs pretty luckily. I don't see Mason Rudolph do anything special there. I could see the Bills uh, running away with this, winning by that spread. Yeah, and Watts out, I think, for the Steelers. So that's just yeah. So minus, more defense. Yeah, minus ten for the Bills. That feels like a pretty safe one. And Jack, your best bet of the weekend. Yeah, this is sort of a risky best bet, but I kind of like to eat. Eagles against the Bucks. Um, I don't know if Hertz or Brown are going to be healthy for it, but I know they played earlier in the year and it was not very close at all. And Buccaneers have zero run game. Um, Eagles will be able to hopefully play some defense, pass defense, and I think they should handle it. Absolutely. That is the sit rep brought to you by SM Athletics. Give them a call today at 865-966-3434. If you need custom logo solutions for your business or for your athletic team, top-notch quality, Top-notch customization and top-notch customer service. And as always, competitive pricing, 865-966-3434. Gear up your team and elevate your team's appearance with SM Athletics. Stay with us. It's time to mark the tape with Marcus Young. When we return, the G.I. Jake Show continues on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized... Back here on the G.I. Jake Show, right here on Fan Run Radio, live from Parkside Kia out here on Parkside Drive, 9929 Parkside Drive. It is time 
to Mark the Tape with Marcus Young. Presented by Son Upholstery and Fabric. Marcus, what you got for me? Hi, Jake. I have a few. Hi. We've been talking to each other for the past hour and 20 minutes. Why are you just now saying hi? I just figured this is uh, – I'm still working out the kinks on how I want to start this uh, segment. Uh <laughs> Let's gonna, say thank you, Jake. Like you and I said, thank you, Russell. I started that, and then you just followed suit. All you have to do is say thank you, Jake. Up, yeah, we could do first. that. God. Up first on Mark the tape, Baker's gonna cook, guys. I uh, I know our our new guy Jack has some faith in the Eagles. I'm sorry, pal. I had to to go ahead and disagree with you right off the start. But Baker Mayfield, I believe, is going to do some really good things in this first game. He's already hit his incentive, a million dollars, for getting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into the playoffs. And I think the Eagles, they're just not the same. Since they made that trade for Kevin Byard and since A.J. Brown said, uh, welcome to Philadelphia, this is where you can win, or however he phrased it, I don't care, uh, they've been cursed. They haven't been playing like the Eagles of old. They haven't looked good. There are questions on who might be playing on that offense um, when this game comes up. I, I just think I think Tampa is going to fight tooth and nail. It's not going to be a pretty win, but I think Baker Mayfield takes the first game and moves on to the next round. Well, there's that. What else you got for us? Sticking with the NFL, the Packers are still the thorn in the Cowboys' side. The Packers and the Cowboys have had a history in the playoffs, which is what's going to be really interesting seeing uh, Mike McCarthy out there. Um, I know he's, he had a weird like interview talking about Green Bay. It was a whole thing. But anyway, the last four games in the playoffs, when Dallas and Green Bay played each other, it was completely to the side of the Green Bay Packers. The Packers lead the series 21-17 all-time. I just think the Packers are going to get it done. I don't necessarily believe in Jordan Love, despite the fact that he's playing quite well down the stretch. I just don't think the Cowboys are going to get it done. They are one of the better teams in the NFL, but for whatever reason, when they match up with Green Bay, something happens, whether it's the Des Bryant no-catch, which was a catch, or something else like when you have Ezekiel Elliott lined up for a snap why who knows but Dallas is going to find a way to lose this game that's a take that is a take and third for you here Jake uh, I'm going to swap off of uh, sports for a second there's been okay. some talk about whether you know I know the Kelsey podcast mentioned it but uh, a hot dog is not a sandwich okay we can all agree on that but what we can and need to agree upon is that a hot dog is a taco. No. <laughs> no, it goes on bread, not a tortilla, Marcus. But if you think about it, the hot it doesn't go on bread. It's a, a bun, first of all. We, we need to clarify that right off the bat for our listeners. Uh, it's bread. It's all the same material. It's bread. I think if we, we might be able to agree that a, a taco shell might also have similar material that a bun does. So anyway, it's no, in the same no, shape. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, no, no. First of all, I don't know where the discussion comes from 
that a hot dog is not a sandwich and instead it's a taco. I don't know where that comes from. Where did you get this from? This is just a personal belief of mine. Um, a hot dog to me, if we're going to consider it anything other than just a hot dog, I'd consider it a taco more than I would a sandwich. Oh, my. This is actually happening. Yep. This is actually <laughs> happening right now on the G.I. Jake show. Uh, Brett, should I go ahead? Is a hot dog a sandwich or is it a taco? I mean, it's obviously closer to a sandwich. But Thank I you. Mean, How is it closer to a sandwich? Jack. I think I'm going sandwich too, but honestly, I see where he's coming from. Like, Thank you, both, Jack. They got an opening at the top. Like It yep. just makes sense. Yeah, if you think about it, sandwich has an opening all around, correct? What about a Kia? When like when you... No, it's not a tortilla. Definitely no. not a tortilla. Um, I'll go ahead and hop to the next You're more subject. You're likely to get a taco out of a tortilla than you yeah. are anything because a tortilla, if you get a soft-shell tortilla, you can fold it into a soft-shell yeah. taco. Well, that would just be a like a hot dog burrito, and that just doesn't make any sense, Jake. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> next up, uh, I have for you another hot take. Cereal is just soup. Cereal is just soup. Let's be honest. It's not its no. own. What do you mean, no? No. It's not soup, Marcus. You don't eat cereal hot. You eat cereal cold. But think of, oh, there's gazpacho. There's, or, there's a certain soup I'm trying to think, not gazpacho. There is a soup where it is, in fact, cold. Someone in the someone on Twitter, tell me what soup that is. Maybe it is gazpacho. There's cold soup, Jake, I promise you. So now, not only do we have to send Marcus to a food education course. Yes, yeah. yes, gazpacho is him- cold. Yeah. We also have to send him to Geography 101. No, that was not. No, we we've, we've established this. It was it was short little sentences. But here's the thing. This is why so, when you when you go to the store and you buy cereal, is the milk already in it? No. Exactly. The cereal is what has been put into the milk, which then turns it into a soup. What well, what if I eat dry cereal? Well, then you're then you're just eating cereal. It's not a soup if it doesn't have the milk in it. Marcus, you're trying to tell me that cereal is soup. You're trying to tell me that a hot dog mm-hmm. is a taco. Uh-huh. I, I'm sending you to oh, Geography yeah, 101. You thought that New England was a state I de- yesterday. No, that's not what I said, and you know that it. That is Don't, exactly what you that said That is yesterday. not what I said. Someone sent me a custom United States flag with 51 stars on it yesterday, Marcus, Good. to highlight that New England is all of a sudden now a state. Here's it's not. First of all, I never said it was a state. I said he's not going to Boston. Period. He's not you going to it, New England. You said period. He's not going to Boston, New England. No, I didn't say that. I did not That's say exactly it that way. What you said yesterday? You said he was going to Boston, New England. Can we pull up the tape? Is the podcast up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go I to mean, the tape. Because I, I want I want proof. I'll I'll edit the proof if I have to. I'll put it together. Well, that's not a proof if you edit it. Well, I mean, I'm going to find the clip and I'll show that's it to you. That's fabricating evidence, Marcus. Uh, that's not what I mean. You know, you're yes. twisting my words. You can't handle the truth, Jake. <laughs> you ever watched Only Murders in the Building? You can't fabricate evidence. It doesn't work that way. So those are my hot takes for the day. I mean, I can go back to sports takes if you want me to. Marcus's segment. We can't. Just poo-poo it. Oh, I can can do whatever I want. (laughs) Marcus is on the high right now. He's right about Mayo. He's going to be right about Dan Quinn. He's going to be right about it. He's not going to be right about these hot dogs being tacos, and he's not going to be right about cereal being soup. 
I don't know why in the world. Would you put a hot dog in a tort- in a hard shell taco? No. You wouldn't. No. You you put Swiss cheese or whatever on your crisp or in your uh, what is it no, on I, your oatmeal cream pie? I put American cheese on my oatmeal cream pies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tastes like trail mix. And Marcus is weird. Yeah, and I'm the weird one for just <laughs> classifying things the, the correct way. Um, well, in the back is Marcus right now. We're supposed to be doing a sports radio show. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, I look over and Brett is looking up soup. Oh, you asked me. He asked me to. <laughs> yeah, gazpacho is the uh, cold soup. So there are cold soup. Soup is not specified to being just hot. So I just, you know, I think that's a very important thing that we establish here on the G.I. Jake Show. We always want to spit facts, and there are, in fact, cold soup out there. Um, I, I did want to bring up another thing for you as some... Um, Look at this. I oh. just Googled, is a hot dog a taco? And it says a hot dog is most closely defined as a taco. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. It's the first thing that what popped is, up. What is the source on this? I don't know. It's the first thing that popped up. It's, the it's Fairfield Mirror. I've never heard of the Fairfield Mirror. I don't know. Maybe Marcus writes for them. I don't know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Josh has chimed in. He says, just because you tilt your head and eat your hot dog, quote, taco style, doesn't change the classification, Marcus. I would just like to point out, if you eat – a taco or a hot dog a certain way you you potentially lose your condiments like the ketchup mustard or your cheese and your salsa whatever you decide to put in it guacamole who knows um but if you you know have a a sandwich or a uh, a burger which i would consider a sandwich um you don't run the risk of losing those condiments you have to tilt it for that specific reason marcus why would you have to tilt Oh my God! Another, uh, you, you have got me more upset uh-huh. than any other co-host slash producer. Well, no, I, I had a had a bad producer at one point, um, but <laughs> um, you have got me more riled up over something non-sports related than anybody else that I have ever worked with here at Fan Run. Well, I'm going to throw. Does that make you feel? It makes well. I've made you mad and Philly mad, so it's a. Uh, Batting 100 right now. Uh, let me see if I can make Longhorns fans. Batting 100 is not good. That's below the Mendoza line, Marcus. Well, I'm two for two. How about that? Let's see if I can make Longhorns uh, fans upset. I don't know the <laughs> reference. You think I know sports. Uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, he has already said that he will be returning to Texas for going the 2024 NFL draft. I see an Archie Manning in the transfer portal, not anytime soon, but I do not believe we will be seeing Archie Manning in burnt orange. I believe that with Quinn Ewers coming back, this could be the end of Manning in Texas. That's a hot take. That's a very, very hot take. Marcus, got any more hot takes? Nope. I'm I'm all out today. That is Mark. The tape with Marcus Young. That was actually a really good one. I I still can't get over the taco, man. That's just not how it's supposed to be. It's not, not how it's supposed to be. Goodness. Well, guys, let me tell you. Mark the tape with Marcus Young. It's brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. If you're tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down, 
you don't want rid of it, go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric locally. And family-owned and operated with 67 combined years of experience, located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. Be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Sun Upholstery and Repair. Responsible turnaround times, good pricing, and as always, great quality. Back to the phones. Westchester is next. What do you say, Westchester? Before I hang on the rim, he's right on the breakfast soup. Thank you. The taco hot dog is is a bit of a stretch. You can make a hot dog into a taco, but a bun and a tortilla are different. And that would be saying like a sloppy Joe is a taco that has ground beef and a bun. So but sloppy can't Joe's go that far. So it's eat between two pieces of bread. So if you put it on a hot dog roll, is it a is it a taco? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. Oh my goodness! I, I, Surely the goodness you did not call in I, to talk about hot dogs, sloppy joes, and tacos. And you know, you know, I'm a big Marcus fan. He's my. Uh, we decided to get into pro wrestling. He's my tag team partner. I appreciate that. Russell has already named us Thunder and Lightning, so. (laughs) Are you Thunder or am I Thunder? You're Lightning. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Lightning. (laughs) Um, I I, I hate to do the the same call on two shows, but I'm going to have to do it a little bit later, so I'm going to go ahead and get it now. Jake, uh, I guess you're you're on remote. You don't have access, but – some guy that was called an idiot by a lot of people on this same station has told you guys that Saban was going to retire because he didn't want to compete with NIL and the transfer portal. And oh, I told everybody that back I... in the summer, and I've been replicating that same statement all fall. Like, that's the thing is I got called an idiot. You got called an idiot. A lot of people called you and my, myself idiots. At the end of the day, when you realize it's like, hey, this guy bought a home in Jupiter, Florida. That's not a home that you just buy just to have that's a home that you plan to live in what's he going to do with that home westchester he's probably going to live in it you know why because he's ready to retire and what did he do this week he retired i uh not a bill belichick fan um i don't like did he actually get fired or did he quit it, it was like a mutual parting way similar to, you know, what we did here in tennessee not too long yeah, ago. yeah i mean he kind of he deserved that though right he's, he's done it off there and yeah, uh, he he he's kind of a. I think I think you could draw a lot of parallels, and I think history one day will will some someday somebody smarter than me will say on on, on the airways that Brable and uh, Brable and Belichick got treated about the same way. You know, uh, uh, what I mean is Belichick was done once he lost Brady, and uh, uh, I don't know. Brable's just got such a raw deal. He. Uh, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he's going to, you know, we're going to we're going to watch him Tennessee this into. That's the only way I can describe. He's going to go somewhere else and be successful. So probably probably Atlanta. We'll see. I have said think that. So? I've said that. I put that on mark the tape a couple episodes ago. So I'm with you on that. I don't know if we're just so conditioned as Vol fans to think, you know, nothing. No one can be can can not be successful after we fire him. I don't know. There's the better ball syndrome, Israel, but. Uh, Jake, I'm glad you got your new show. Uh, I, I I love the originality of the names on the on this new uh, it, this new venture, the Morning Show, the GI Jake Show, the Drive. Uh, couldn't come up with anything better, so they stuck with theirs. 
although they're still really the view, but you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, that's, uh, uh, that's going to be. I tried. Can we make an alternate logo? William Pattison, get on it right now. I need a new logo for the drive titled The View. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get um, Russ to pick up an extra hour uh, before the show, and he wouldn't do it because I was going to. Uh, I was really trying to get the uh, a, a two hour, 12 to 2 show with. Uh, Oh crap! What's his name? <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The Heraldo, the Heraldo and Westchester show. I think that would be a great show from oh, twelve to ten. Westchester, how about that? That sounds. Um, that's. Uh, but I wouldn't do it without I, Marcus. I don't even I know what to say steal, to that. I can't, I can't steal him from you, Jake. <laughs> it would probably. Probably be a good show, quite frankly. Westchester, I've done a show with you. Quite frankly, you do pretty well. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Guys, uh, have fun out there at Parkside. I hope you uh, get home for all the bad weather starts. And uh, be safe. Have a good have a good weekend. And uh, we'll talk again on uh, sometime next week. All right. Appreciate the phone call, Westchester. Let's keep things rolling. Tommy is up next. What do you say, Tommy? Good morning, our boys. Morning. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Man, this is this throwing me off, Jake. I'm used to asking how you doing in the evening. I'm about three or four, maybe five beers in. Now I'm about three or four cups of coffee in, so feels like we're growing up a little bit. No, he's not <laughs> relaxed. He's just full-blown wired right now. <laughs> yeah, I got the day off, uh, uh, just pedaling around, cleaning up the man cave a little bit. Been listening, y'all, man. Uh, been listening. Had a chance to call in. Uh, man, I really like the like showing what y'all guys are doing, how y'all mesh together. Uh, you know, it's just taking some getting used to. You know, usually I get home and you know listen to the view, and then I got overtime, and now it's, everything's all screwed up. But I'm getting used to it. But uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same at Fan Run Radio. Overtime has a new logo and a new host. This is a new show. The morning show is a new show. But everyone still calls the drive the view. Exactly. That, that ain't never gonna that's never gonna change. But uh No, that, no that is the best like, one liner I've ever had. I know uh you know, I ain't got to talk to y'all in a while about the you no know, the national championship game and of course the big news of Nick Saban finally retiring, that's been a talk around the country, if not the world. And who's going to replace him? And then, and Jake, you know, I work down in Mississippi, and my Ole Miss buddies down there, they are freaking out right now. I mean, you know, after Wayne, you know, just pretty much just dominating the transfer portal and building, you know, what they got down there. Yeah, them people down there are in shambles right now. Oh, yeah, they uh, they have no idea what is about to happen. And I'm still excited to see the domino effect that happens with whoever hires or whoever Alabama hires, who's going to replace that person? And then who's going to replace that person? And then who's going to replace that person? But Alabama is not in a situation like Ohio state was when they got in trouble with Jim Trestle. It's not going to be a situation in which they bring in an interim coach for a year and then go get somebody. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what's going through the mind of the Alabama athletic director right now, but I would highly doubt, highly doubt they would just go with an interim for a year and then go try to get somebody next year. 
Well, what I told the guys to try to cheer them up a little bit, you know, because it's been a while, you know, since this ain't a good coaching search and it didn't involve us. Uh, you know, I told them, hey, if Wayne did take off the Tuscaloosa to take over that job, which I think he would absolutely kill it down there. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm Ole Miss, I'm headed to South Florida to get Alex Golish. That that's an interesting. That scares me because I you you know how good his offense is going to be. You know how good Alex Golish's offense is going to be. We saw it here for two seasons. We're seeing how good how it can be at USF. That scares me more than anything. Like the fact that, that Alex Golish you know, that actually scares me. That scares you more than Chad Wellhead in Florida. No. <laughs> uh, real no, quick, guys. I know y'all are a rival, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, real quick, I know y'all boys up against it. Uh, I appreciate y'all letting me in. Uh, you know, we're 36 days away from 500, Jake. That we are. And we're going to have a special episode of Rattling Cages this Sunday right here on Fan Run Radio. Proud to bring y'all some Sunday programming every now and again. And, you know, this is one of the things I pride myself on doing is uh, these interviews that JL still and I have been able to set up and keep going throughout the duration of the off-season, or silly season as we call it, in NASCAR. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here in about 36 days. Yeah, I can't wait. And, you know, of course, you and JL, y'all my guys, you know, JL hooked the man cave up with a lot of sheet metal, so maybe I can uh, add a piece to surprise you and him uh, I'm going to give a hand. It's off a 96 Pontiac. It's lime green sponsored by a battery. Nice. Hey, Tommy, before yeah. you go real quick, I, I got a very fast question for you. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, hot dog, a taco, cereal soup? Oh, my God. I won't say no and no. All right, that's your opinion. I'll, I'll let you have it. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate it, man. I'm going to hang up and keep listening. I hope you all have a great weekend. Watch this weather and uh, – I'll try to get on sometime next week. All right. Appreciate the phone call, Tommy. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show continues on with its final segment right here on Fan Run Radio. At Knoxville Smiles, we're bringing the future... segment of the G.I. Jake show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time for Brett's Best Bets. Oh. Brett, what you got? Threw me for a loop there, Jake. I thought I, did, I thought I did my NFL one. You did your NFL one. Is that your best bet? Yes. It was, I was going to keep it in the NFL this week. There you go. On my Friday. Yes. There, there you go. So that Unless is Brett's. Unless Mark has got something he wanted to throw in there or anything. I don't want to hear Marcus's voice for the next 48 to 72 business hours. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't see any uh, soup prop bets on there that I thought were worthwhile, but... Um, oh, my goodness. How'd your NHL one go last night? Uh, not not well. Not well. Okay. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> we'll leave, move on. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's probably best we leave it at that because then Jake will get mad at me for that, too. And he'll tell me I should be doing a round robin, and, and I probably should have. Uh, the Athletic is now reporting Tommy Reese, Mike Norvell, and Kalen DeBoer are the top three choices for... Uh, in Alabama. Tommy Reese. <laughs> you know what? Let them do it. Let them, if they want to crater their football program after having a dynasty for 17 years, let them do it. 
I don't care. I hope they do. I really hope they do. Marcus, do we still have Joshy Boy? Uh, yes, we do. Get him in here. What do you say, Joshy Boy? What up, guys? Hey. Afternoon. Hey. Jake, uh, what do you think about this game tomorrow? Tennessee going up to Athens. Uh, weird time starting. Tip off. Do you think, uh, think it's a bad spot for Tennessee? Uh, I don't like playing at the stag. It doesn't matter if it's through the week or on the weekend. I don't care what time of day it is. I just don't like playing there. We don't play well down there. And I just yeah. hope that we can get a win tomorrow. That's all I want. You don't want to lose two straight, especially when you've only played two SEC games so far. So you really want to come out of that place with a win tomorrow. You want to be 2-1 and one in SEC play going into next week. Because if you don't, um, then then you start to lose a lot of confidence. And if you start losing confidence, you don't play well. And if you're not playing well, guess what? You're not winning ballgames. So, yep. I mean, it's, it's vital to win this game tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, uh, I wanted to share a futures parlay I made uh, last week with you guys. Hit me with uh, it. Yeah, it was 56-1. to The first leg already finished. It was uh, Michigan money line against uh, Washington. And uh, the – Next final four legs are uh, 49ers Super Bowl winner plus 220. That's not a bad bet. UConn to make the final four at plus 340. Okay. And uh, Colorado Avalanche to win the Western Conference at plus 380. And uh, the New York Rangers to win the Eastern Conference at uh, plus four fifty. I put seven fifty on enough hockey to make that judgment on that one, brother. Yeah, seven fifty to win four thousand. Wow, seven hundred and forty dollars or seven dollars and fifty cents. Seven and seven dollars and fifty cents. Okay, because for a second I thought you bet seven hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> on no. that, Joshy. I was about to, I was about to come and get you and get you some help. <laughs> yeah, that's running good for him. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about uh, those legs and that futures parlay? Well, I don't know enough about hockey to judge those last two legs, but I think your first three are uh, you're going to be in pretty good shape as far as that goes. I think the 49ers, I mean, that's my pick to win the Super Bowl. I actually took a future yeah. on them as well, so I like that one a lot. Now, UConn to make the Final Four, I think if a team's going to make it out of the Big East this year, oddly enough, I think it's going to be St. John's. You know, that's a team, you know, you got a coach now that has that Final Four experience, that has the ability yeah. to make those runs, knows how to get his team up to make that deep run in March and Rick Patino. So I'm thinking uh, St. John's, if anybody, would be more inclined to make that run at a Final Four out of the Big East. I'm thinking, Jake, if I can get a decent cash out option if uh, the 49ers and UConn hit it, I'm thinking about cashing out and, uh, maybe hedging the two uh, hockey conference winners. Hmm. Yeah. It's just a, I don't know, future's best, Joshy, are so tough. Like, it's hard to hit, like, you know, in my case, you know, I took Michigan back in either June or July. I just yeah. so happened to get lucky. Now, it turns out I might get lucky again, you know, right. taking the San Francisco 49ers. I might get lucky with that. It's the next few legs. 
in which I'm very, very worried about. I got to have the Los Angeles Lakers win it all in the NBA, and I don't, I don't even remember the other leg. Like I should be pulling it up right now. I just uh, not too confident in it. I'm not going to get my hopes up because when I see a six-figure payout, I get really excited, and I'm not going to do that to myself. Another Tennessee basketball question, guys. Does it worry you any uh, that Tennessee is not like? How do I put this? Like suitable at the backup point guard position after seeing what happened last year to Ziegler tearing his ACL. Does that worry you guys of maybe that happening again this season? Absolutely, it worries me. I mean, the thing is, Josh. You know, like we mentioned earlier, if he's playing that well, you can't take him out. Because if you bring somebody in behind him, they're not going to give you the same production that he's giving you in that very moment. And the thing is, he's producing at such a good level right now that you can't do anything with him. So you have to play him the 37 minutes. And you don't want to kill any momentum because if you take him out, that's when you kill the momentum. Yeah. Now, and, then, and that's the scary part about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think – Barnes needs to like recruit like a skilled big man that's like very big and physical. It just doesn't seem like we got that in a dude. Uh, no, he's uh, he's tall, but he's not able to bully people like a true big man should. Now, I got an interesting comparison from uh, one in Stripes on Twitter earlier. He said that a Waka fits more of the Charles Oakley bill than anything which is a really yeah. good comparison for him. I mean, he's too undersized to be a five, but he's really small to be a four. So, I mean, you know, he's in that Draymond Green, Charles Barkley, now Charles Oakley category. Wow. I feel like that was a really good comparison. So, I mean, thing is, you're going to have to go out in the portal this offseason and get you a dominant big man. That's the yeah. one thing that we have been liking. We've been liking for a minute here, really ever since Grant left, since Kyle Alexander left, you're going to have to have a dominant big man and a true point guard if we're ever going to make a true deep run in March, Joshy. Yeah. And uh, out the door, I'm going to say uh, Vols escapes Stegman with a five-point win. See ya. That's not a bad prediction at all. Let's go around the room here. Excuse me. Around the table and then back to the studio. Marcus. Yeah. Score prediction for tomorrow, Tennessee and Georgia. Uh, quick side note, I was really upset I didn't get the chance to ask Josh, your boy, his opinion on soup. But I'm going to say uh, Tennessee is going to bounce back in this one. I, I think they're going to take that loss against Mississippi State and, and learn from it. Score prediction particularly, uh, it wouldn't shock me if it was a 82-77 Tennessee win. Brett. I think Tennessee bounces back. I think we, we, I think we'll get off to a better start. I think that was pretty eye-opening, you know, coming out as sluggish as we did. Yep. I know it's a 12 o'clock start. Georgia, you know, they, their three losses are to three pretty good teams. Um, they're gonna be tough. Obviously, we don't play well on the road. I mean, proven this year uh, so far. Uh, but I think we'll get it done. I'm gonna say we win 87-74. Jack. I'll go a bit uh, more low scoring. I'll say 70-62 Vols win. I'm looking at their the Georgia team, and their top six scores are all guards, so they don't have a dominant big man, which is something we've had trouble with, obviously, this season. So I think just that fact alone can get us the dub. Love your analysis. I think Tennessee goes down to the Stegman Coliseum, 
and we win 82 to 69. That is going to do it for the GI Jake Show. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, thank you. Uh, Cereals of Soup, go on Twitter and vote in the poll. Shut up, Brett. Always a pleasure, Jake. We'll do it again next week. Thank you. Jack. Good time, man. Thank you. Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in at 3 o'clock for The Drive right here on Fan Run Radio.